Hey everybody, this is Jan. You're listening to the Langpreneur Podcast. This is a new Q&A episode in which we're going to answer some of your most important questions. In today's episode, we're going to talk about what you should do if your funnel or if your sales process is not working. Where should you start? Well, let's find out. This is the Langpreneur podcast where each week we interview experts in the language learning industry who will show you how to turn your passion for languages into a profitable online business so that you can create an independent career doing something you love. I'm your host, Jan van der Aan. So what, what do you do if your funnel is not working? Meaning that you have you have a following, you have a landing page, people are giving their email address, you send them emails, and you make them an offer, you send them to a sales page, but people are not buying. Where do you go from there? What do you do? So there's the short-term answer and the long-term answer, right? The short-term answer is to go and find someone who can help you. And this is obviously expensive, unless you've got a friend who you can call in a favor for. Um, but you can fix that by hiring someone who knows what they're doing, who can come in, look at everything and, and just fix it for you. This could be a, it's probably a copywriter is what you need. Good copywriters. Um, well, there's a, there's a kind of a saying in this, like cheap copywriters are actually very expensive because they don't do a very good job, but expensive copywriters are kind of cheap in the long term because they do a good job and they, and then they, they make you money over the long term. But I've learned so much over the years by just hiring people who are smarter than me to come in and do things and then learning from them and learning by watching what they're doing. But you do have to spend, you know, to get someone to come in and, and rewrite your sales page or reposition your offer. I mean, that's extremely expensive stuff to do. So it depends. If you've got, if you've got cash to spend, you can do that. And I would definitely recommend doing that if you've got the cash. But assuming that you don't, because you can spend tens of thousands on, on this kind of thing. Um, assuming you don't, then really the only long-term answer is to, is to study copywriting yourself. It is generally a copyright problem, copywriting problem. It's, very, it's never a design problem. Like design, honestly, really simple design can often be better than a fancy design. I really, you know, well, I won't get into that. But it, design is, is never the problem. The funnel is almost always never the problem either because, again, if your first offer isn't working, then what happens in the funnel is completely irrelevant. Uh, the thing that gets somebody to go and buy your product is the words on the page. It's the words that you send them in your emails. It's the words that you speak in your YouTube videos. It's the words that are written on the sales page. So the, the answer to... the so the, the solution to the to the problem is um, um, to become a student of copywriting and to learn how to write copy. If you can do that, then um, then you then that's the long term answer to learn how to fix your how to fix your 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 sales pages, your offers, and and, and things like that. Um, it takes a long time, but it's it's the best investment you could ever make. Yes. Okay. So you're saying that you need to improve your sales copy, right? But where do you start on the sales page? Is it like, are it like the headlines, the bullet points, the offer, the pricing? Like where do you start? Yeah. So, okay. We're talking specifically about 
a sales page. Well, actually, we can, we can even zoom out from there, right? Because a sales page is kind of an extension of the email. The, the, the way to look about look at look at sales is everything that happens from the landing page to the emails to the sales page to the follow up all, all of this stuff. The, the, in any any situation, the number one thing you need to look at is the offer, because if you're offering me something which I don't want, then there's no the best copy in the world won't won't fix it, right? So, like for example, let's say that you have, like you said, your your so your example, right? So you've got a, you've got an audience, you've made a product, but they're not buying. Um, if I come along and offer you a, um, and I say, okay, I, I will come and fix it all for you, but it will cost you $50,000. You're going to say no. However much you want me to come and fix it for you, you're not going to do it because it's too expensive, right? Or if I come along and say, that's, maybe that's not the best example. So you're having trouble getting people to, to buy your course. And I say to you, um, hey, I've got a course on on making cool videos. And by the way, videos help sales, kind of. Yeah. If you're if you're if you're really unfocused, uh, you might um, you might buy it, but the chances are you won't because that's not the specific solution you're looking for. On the other hand, if I come if I come along and say, right, I've written an ebook and it shows you exactly what to fix on your sales page so that people buy, yeah. then you're going to buy it instantly because that's what you want. So the, the the first thing you've always got to look at is the offer. Uh, and that, and and you know, creating a good offer is something that you, again you learn over time, and it's a combination of really knowing your audience, but also knowing how to how to how to position an offer. So, um, you know, the offer as well is like it's not just the main course; it's the bonuses that you add in. So, for example, that book that I, that I, the imaginary book that I just mentioned, I'll show you. I'll teach you how to improve your sales page. If I also throw in a bonus, which is like, and you'll get a one hour consultation with me where I'll look at your sales page and give you some tips and I'll give you my 10 best sales emails. And I'll give you a, I don't know, a template for a sales page or something like that. That's the offer altogether. It's all the things that, that you'll get in total when you when you when you buy so creating a really powerful compelling offer around what your audience wants if you can do that you don't even need to have a sales page you can just send out an email saying hey here's what i've got if i just sent out so again your 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 example the um the, the person with an audience who's made a course but it's not buying if i send out an email one email no sales page just one email that says uh hey it's ollie i will spend two weeks fixing your sales page. I'll rewrite everything and I'll make it work. Um, and it's going to cost you $10. Like you, you're, you're going to give me $10 immediately, right? There's no, there's no sales page required. So, because the offer is so strong. Yeah. So it, so before trying to fix anything on the sales, page, you've got to think about the offer and whether it's doing its job. Yeah. And I guess looking at the numbers could also help, right? Because you, know, you can just look at all the numbers, you know, how many people go to the, your landing page, how many people opt in, how many people do open your emails, how many people go to your sales page and how many people actually buy and how many people go for the upsell, right? Right. So well, this, com this comes back to defining what the problem is. So the example that you gave me before is let's say your sales page isn't working. So that might be the problem. But what if it's not? So you said that the, the more the broader problem is okay, people aren't buying. Yeah. So that's our problem. Yeah. Right. People aren't buying. Well, mm -hmm. why is that? You could say, okay, well, my sales page is is no good. 
But then we go into the analytics and we see, well, only two people ever made it onto the sales page. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Well, something else is wrong. What's going on? Um, and then, so you go to look at the emails that you send to get people onto the sales page. And then you see, um, okay, well, actually these emails are great. Look, I've got a 100% open rate on these emails. That's amazing. And then you ask, but how many people have received these emails? And in fact, only two people ever received the emails. So then you go back to the landing page yeah. and you go to the landing page and you say, and you, and you go, wow, it's like a 100% opt-in, opt-in rate. This is amazing. And my numbers are amazing, but only two people ever opted in. So then you go back to your, the email initially the, or the YouTube video or something. Let's say you're a YouTuber and let's say that you, you send people from your YouTube video to the squeeze to the to the opt-in page and that video had a million views on it well now you know what the problem is the reason that your offer isn't converting is not because your sales page is rubbish it's not because your emails are bad it's not because your your opt-in page is, is bad they've all got 100 opt-in rate the problem is that people never clicked through from your youtube video so you've got to fix that yeah so you've got to, yeah, you absolutely need to know the numbers. And this kind of depends because generally speaking, like the better that you get at this, the more reliable your numbers are. So if we do a product launch now, for example, um, I know that the quality of the copy that we write and the quality of the opt-in pages, the quality of the sales page are going to be so, so it's going to be at a level where we're not going to get really bad results. It's very, that's very, it would be very surprising hmm. if that would happen. Because because you know, because I know my audience, I know how to write, I know how to do these things. The the thing that's most likely to fail for me would be the offer because have I made something that people actually want? And generally in my business, like we'll get a lot of people like expressing interest, opting in, reading emails, going to the sales, but all these things are good. It's what happens on the sale. Like, do people actually end up buying the thing? That that's the big test, right? Yeah. And um. And obviously we're getting better at that all the time as well, but there are, you know, there's, there've been lots of things over the years, which we've made available and people just haven't bought for, for whatever reason. Yeah. And so, yeah, it, the, 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 these things kind of change as you, as you get the more experience that you get. Yeah. So it's a difficult question, right? What to do if your products are not selling, but basically the first step is to take a few steps back and actually look at the whole process, look at your numbers and see where it goes wrong. Yeah, because I mean, saying my product's not working is a is a very. Uh, so let's let's frame the question: My product isn't selling. Yeah, that's a very, generally speaking, a very bad question. That it might be true my product's not selling, but it's not a useful question. Um, the better question is: Where are people not taking the action that I want them to take? Mm. And then you kind of become Sherlock Holmes, right? And you go back through and you check. Um, and you find the the answer. Generally speaking, for people, I mean, they get on the whole. If you've built an audience, they're gonna do the things that you want them to do. If you say, "Hey, go and opt in for my free PDF," they're gonna do it. And then you send them emails; they're gonna read your emails because that's what that's what it means to have a a fan base and an audience. Uh, for most people, I think where it's going to fall down is on the sales page because either the offer isn't good enough the offer's weak for whatever reason or the pricing is off or it's just a very bad sales page but again even if you've you know if the offer's good a bad sales page doesn't matter 
Um, so, it, you know, getting that offer right just goes to show how, impo- how important it is for, for people, for most people who are listening and who have an audience and, um, and have an audience who know and like and trust them. Um, you know, they're going to they're gonna be opening your emails. They're going to be opting in. So, so it, you know, the offer is probably going to be the thing that needs the most attention. So there you go. If your conversion rate is low or if you're not making as many sales as you think you should, then, you know, maybe maybe the offer is just not right. You know, think about if, you know, think about somebody who's walking through the desert, you know, who hasn't had any water for the last five days. Like that person is going to give you a hundred bucks for a bottle of water if that person has a hundred bucks on him, right? Like you don't need a sales page. You don't need an opt-in page. You don't need all that fancy stuff. They just want water, right? So if you can provide your clients, your users, your followers with what they want, you don't need all that fancy stuff. It, you know, the offer is the most important thing. Now, if you have a good offer, or one way actually to figure out if you're offering something that your audience wants is you can just ask them. You know, if they went through all the emails but didn't buy, just ask them, why didn't you buy? And, uh, you know, some people are very happy to give feedback and that's going to give you some insights on why people are not buying. And, yeah, if it turns out that the offer is not appealing enough or you're selling something that they're not actually looking for, it's not the solution to the problems that they are facing, then you can always just try out a different offer, right? So that's probably the best way to start. And, you know, if your offer seems okay, then could also be other problems. Maybe the sales page is not very powerful, um, maybe people are not opting in, maybe you don't have a good lead magnet, um, or maybe you don't have enough call to actions in your content. Um, again, it all comes down to knowing your numbers. You need to have the numbers. You know, you need to know how many people are clicking through from the blog, your YouTube, from Instagram, how many people are signing up on the landing page, what are the opening rates of my emails, how many people go to the sales page, and what's the conversion rate on the sales page, and maybe also... How many people are uh, buying the upsell if you have an upsell? So, it's a lot of um, technical stuff here. Um, if you're new to all of this, then just start with the offer and um, yeah, or just ask somebody to help you out with this. Hope that was useful. That was it for today. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Are you at a point where you feel you need some expert help? then make sure to check out our Langpreneur coaching programs at langpreneur.com forward slash coaching. For now, thanks for listening and see you in the next episode.